Photo by Daria Sanikova on Pexels.com. In 2020 the Government of India has introduced four codes related to labor to simplify and reform the multiple existing labor laws into four codes. These are the following. Code of Wages, 2019. Industrial Relations Code, 2020. Occupational Safety, Health and Working Conditions Code 2020. Code on Social Security, 2020. In this article we discuss and summarize these four labor codes. Code of Wages 2019. Code of Wages mainly deals with laws related to wages and salaries, overtime, bonus and minimum wages etc. It aims to simplify and modernize the numerous laws related to labor and working conditions, balance the interests of employers and employees and to consolidate all the labor laws into four main codes namely the Code of Wages, Code of Social Security, Code of Occupational Safety, Health and Working Conditions and Code of Industrial Relations Code. The wages includes basic pay, dearness allowance and retention allowance and excludes components such as bonus, employer-provided accommodation, PF and pension contributions, HRA, gratuity etc. All these components should not exceed 50% of the total. Under this code, the central government sets a national floor rate for wages, taking into account living standards. The minimum wages for any state must be higher than the floor wage, and can be set for time work such as daily monthly etc. and take into consideration the workers' skills and other factors. Employers must pay their workers at least the minimum wages. The minimum wage rates must be revised every five years. The working hours in a working day are fixed by the central or state governments. A rest day must be provided every seven days and workers must be paid at the overtime rate, which must be at least double the normal rate, if working hours are exceeded or if they are asked to work on the rest day. Wages can be paid by any of the following modes, cash, check, credit to the bank or electronic mode. Wages can only be deducted by the employer in case of fines or losses or absence from duty or recovery of advances, and the deductions cannot exceed 50% of the total wages. All employees in establishments with more than 20 people with at least 30 days of work, with wages less than a minimum amount are entitled to a bonus not less than 8.33% and not more than 20% of the annual wages. The bonus shall be taken from the surplus taken from the gross profits. Gender discrimination in payment of wages is prohibited and equal remuneration for the same work is mandated. Advisory boards shall be set up by central and state governments for increasing employment for women. Authorities shall be appointed by the government to hear claims related to the code and aim to settle them within three months. The code contains penalties for employers who violate the code, including imprisonment for three months and fines of rupees one lakh. Inspectors shall be appointed by the government for web-based inspection that companies are complying with the code. Central and state rules related to the Code of Wages have been drafted as well. Occupational Health Safety and Working Conditions Code 2020 The OHS Code consolidates various existing laws related to health and safety of workers employed in various occupations. It has various provisions for health and safety and welfare of employees at the workplace. The OHS Code is applicable for all premises with at least 20 employees for factories with power and 40 without power. It fixes the maximum work daily to 8 hours and work for only 6 days a week, with minimum leaves per year. It includes a provision for leave encashments as well. It includes and provides for contract labor, where the contractor is present and the principal employer is different from the employer of the workers, and interstate migrant workers. It allows women to be employed during the night hours from 7 p.m. to 6 a.m. subject to consent and provisions being made for their safety. It ensures that no charge is levied for health and safety measures including annual health checkups and medical tests. It also provides for the constitution of a National Occupational Safety and Health Advisory Board and similar boards at the state level. 
The code includes a number of health and safety measures similar to those defined in the Factories Act. These include measures to make a safe working environment with reduced accidents and measures to keep the workplace free from hazards including hazardous waste. It includes provision of separate washing facilities for male and female employees, separate bathing places and locker rooms, crash facilities, canteens, sitting arrangements for workers, first aid facilities, cleanliness and hygiene at the workplace, provision of drinking water, adequate lighting, and avoidance of overcrowding. It also reduces the burden on employers by having only one common license and one electronic registration instead of multiple registrations, and one consolidated return to be filed. Code on Social Security 2020 Code of Social Security consolidates the laws related to the Social Security benefits for all employees in the organized and unorganized sectors. It also aims to extend the Social Security benefits to all employees including unorganized sector employees such as construction workers, gig workers, platform workers and migrant workers. It focuses on existing schemes such as Provident Fund and EPF and insurance for the employees. As per the Social Security Code, gig workers and other workers are all eligible for life insurance and disability insurance, maternity benefits, pension benefits, Provident Fund, and so on. Fixed-term contract workers are now eligible for gratuity in addition to permanent employees, in case of events such as retirement, resignation and death. Previously, the contract workers and workers in the unorganized sector were largely left uncovered. Existing wage ceilings for coverage are now removed. It also includes penalties on the employers in case of non-compliance. All records and returns are to be maintained electronically. Inspectors comb facilitators are appointed to inspect the returns and also provide guidance to the employers regarding compliance. The Social Security benefits such as EPF, EPS and EDLI are delivered using existing bodies such as central and state-level Social Security boards. Employees Provident Fund or EPF provisions are applicable to establishments with more than 20 employees. The employer is liable to contribute 10% of the wages payable to each employee to the Provident Fund, with an equal contribution or more being paid by the employee. The employer must maintain a Provident Fund account for the same. Employee State Insurance Corporation or ESIC provisions are applicable for establishments with 10 or more people, including for those with hazardous or life-threatening occupations with even one employee and plantation employees. All employees shall be insured and a separate fund shall be maintained, the money being used to pay for medical treatment and other benefits as needed. The code also includes provisions for payment of gratuities, maternity benefits, employees' compensation and so on. Industrial Relations Code 2020. Industrial Relations Code reforms existing laws related to trade unions, conditions of employment and industrial disputes. The code introduces more conditions for illegal strike by workers and increases the threshold for layoffs and firings without getting government permission to 300 workers from the existing 100. It thus focuses on providing more flexibility to employers to hire and fire workers. It provides a broader framework for workers to form unions. It introduces new concepts for recognition of trade unions as follows. If there is only a single union in a company it is recognized as the sole trade union. In case of multiple unions, the one with 51% workers is recognized. If no union has 51% workers, the employer forms a negotiating council with representatives of the registered trade unions. It amends the definition of strike to mass casual leave. If 50% or more employees go on casual leave, then it is treated as a strike. However workers cannot go on a strike without 14 days notice. No employer can lock out any employees without at least 14 days notice. Lockouts and strikes are prohibited after 7 days of arbitration, or during the period of an arbitration award or settlement award. The government has the power to postpone enforcement of the tribunal awards. 
Complaint redressal committees are required for establishments with more than 20 employees, with not exceeding 10 members and equal representation from the employees and management side. Standing orders are required for establishments with 300 or more employees. The code provides for a reskilling fund for laid-off employees, which is used to pay the last 15 days' salary for the laid-off worker within 45 days of the dismissal. 50% of the basic wages and dearness allowance should be paid if an employee is laid off. In case of retrenchment, one month's notice or equivalent salary must be given and 15 days' salary for each year of continuous service completed must be paid.